first of all, from uh, Exodus 20, 8 through 11. This is the fourth commandment of 10, and it's about the Sabbath day. And I want you to think a minute about the fact that the context of this commandment is being read to a group of people that have been in slavery for 400 years. Okay, they've been working seven days a week, dying from sickness and disease, being abused by their slave masters, and God comes and rescues them, brings them out of Egypt, gives them his commandments, and one of the first things he says to them is, I want you guys to rest one day a week. Can you imagine how radical it was? This God loved them enough to rescue them from Egypt. And then he says, part of the deal is I want you to rest one day a week and worship. So Exodus 28 through 11 says this, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work. For in six days the Lord made the heaven and the earth, the sea, and all that is in them, and he rested on the seventh day. Therefore the Lord blessed the Sabbath day, and he made it holy. We want to look at developing some good practices to refresh and renew our lives. And boy, who doesn't need the fresh wind of the Spirit of God blowing in their lives to catch us as a congregation and as individuals to find renewal. A renewal of spiritual vitality to strengthen us, to renew our love for God and to renew our love for one another. A greater capacity to forgive, a greater capacity to have patience and hope, a greater capacity to be just consumed with a passion for the mission God has called. And so, man, we hope as we give our lives to Christ that uh, the Spirit of God can bring refreshment to our lives. You see, walking with Christ is not an abstraction. At least it shouldn't be. It's not this cold idea that we think about. It's not a doctrine on a piece of paper. But Christ is a living person whom we encounter. And when we encounter him, he wants to infuse into our lives good things healing things, hopeful things, powerful things that make us whole. I want to ask you this morning, the Sabbath thing, is it really worth talking about? Or is this some outdated relic, a thing that's outlived its usefulness? I mean, when I was a kid, Sabbath, which for most Christians is the Lord's Day, Sunday, it was torture. <laughs> if I would have known about it, I'd have called the social services and turned my parents in. <laughs> the, or the cops or something. I was not allowed to go off our yard. I could not ride my bike. I was required to take a nap. What really used to get me riled up was when we went to my grandparents' house on the crock side of the equation, we were not allowed to turn on the TV. So that meant in the summer when we went there, which we frequently did, the no, tig no Detroit Tigers, 
In the fall, no Detroit Lions, which now I know was a blessing. Okay. And, and I'll tell you what, you know, come winter or summer, we were in church twice every Sunday. I was allowed five peppermints per service. Okay. And man, I had the biggest sugar buzz uh, after church all the time. And there was one Sunday night, I was allowed to stay home when the Wizard of Oz was on. And I remember probably till I was 10, I had nightmares of that witch. Um, man, is she nasty. Uh, even to this day, I kind of have trouble looking at her when the Wizard of Oz comes on. But, you know, God, to me, we went to church and we had this big, huge sanctuary. And God seemed like this remote figure. And our elders, before the service began, our elders would march out of the front like they were the military brass from the Pentagon. And uh, it was just all so... Very, very impressive and big and imposing. And, and uh, God seemed like this, wow, big, big figure that I couldn't know anything about. I just hoped he did not know how I felt about Sunday. And that he wasn't paying any attention to me. That was then, and this is 2019. And I would suspect that you would be hard-pressed in our circles to find someone who complains that the rules that they have to follow on Sabbath are too strict. And we are hoping this summer, as I said, to breathe some fresh air into our lives and our relationship with God that will refresh our spirits to give our hearts renewal. I have a surprise for you this morning. This Sabbath thing might be the most important thing that we can do this summer for any part of our lives. God is passionately concerned about your rest and about your renewal. 